0: Good morning and welcome to Inspirational Thursday. My name is Reverend John-Marie Schweitzer, I'm the senior minister here at Unity Fort Worth, a wonderful community that tries to understand who and what we truly are on the inside so we then can express ourselves more purely toward the rest of the world. But today I want to talk about epiphany. Epiphany, um, can be looked at in many different ways depending on your tradition epiphany has also different meanings so that we can say on one hand in uh, on the day of epiphany for example if we are in the western christian world we usually celebrate the arrival of the three kings of the three magi which by the way um, nowhere in the bible it says the actual number of um, how many magis or kings arrived Uh, but uh, three was a number that was chosen um, for various reasons probably uh, limitation of the gifts keeping it simple the number three has uh, many different meanings but when we go into the eastern world um, then the three magi are less commonly mentioned and epiphany, the day of epiphany, is celebrated more in connection with Jesus Christ's uh, baptism, which obviously was much later later in life when John the Baptist was baptizing um, down by the river and uh, Jesus arriving and he was baptizing the people, as it was tradition in the Jewish tradition, to kind of like uh, help cleanse the sins of our spirit and body, and obviously he then baptized Jesus Christ as a symbol of cleansing the bodily sins in a, in a sense, and uh, what we know about that particular event is that the baptism was necessary, the, the baptism with water was necessary in order for Jesus then to enter his ministry, which is also then known. That Jesus would take on the baptism, but he will baptize with fire, which then would burn everything that is no longer true for us away so that the true spirit can emerge. So we have two meanings here, um, you know, in a way, when we look at Epiphany, and there is a third one that I um, will go into in a little bit. So let's look at all three. The, t- the first two I already mentioned, then a third one. What we could consider epiphany to mean in our lives today. So, for example, the arrival of the three kings of the three magi in Bethlehem, coming from the east, traveling to the west, and then celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ. Metaphysically, um, what that all means is, first of all, it's the direction the magi's travel matters. In the East, the East itself usually represents the inner world, our inner world. So when we meditate and pray, we usually uh, develop our inner world and in order to understand more of who and what we are. And then when we go toward the West, the West is the outside world, is the world of the senses, the physical world usually but also the emotional world, the mental world, still considered on the outside or somewhere in between. So then when we travel from the East to the West, it basically means we turn within, we come from the within and then bring it out into this world. Now the Magis were considered wise men, although we can be pretty sure that there were not only men, but also women. They were basically scientists of their day or just people that are very wise. Uh, you could also think of them of, of maybe medicine men or women or just uh, shamans, people of special stature that have either studied a lot in certain areas that have of knowledge or have just a certain status quo. And it's not just any kind. Nowadays, we probably would consider them to be the great teachers that uh, still walk among us, those that we follow, those books that we, the books of whom we read, um, you know, the Dalai Lama or the just recently passed uh, Desmond Tutu, you know, people that have made an impact in our lives because they, they developed a certain type of wisdom that they shared with the world that is beneficial to the world. So now we combine those two. We become combine the Magi and the running the East from the West and then the birth of Jesus Christ, which then simply tells us that we need to tap into our deeper wisdom, the wisdom that those Magi represent, the wisdom that we need to develop day by day. And we need to do this first by turning within. We need to get quiet turn within and tap into that wisdom and then bring it out. And as we bring it out, we get to celebrate the birth of our own Christ self within. So that is one uh, interpretation of Epiphany, uh, considered how the Western Christian world looks at it. And then we have the other interpretation of the baptism of Jesus so there's two baptisms as i just as i mentioned before john the baptist was also a highly developed individual but uh, metaphysically speaking john the baptist represents the enlightened intellect so very focused on the mind very bright very knowledgeable understanding how the world works the spiritual world works but not just quite there yet not yet incorporating the heart in fullest harmony, which then is what Jesus Christ represents. Jesus Christ not only represents the enlightened intellect, but also the enlightened heart. And so we have both then the intellect baptizing the potential of the perfect harmony of mind and heart. And then once that baptism happens, then we can baptize with fire. What that means in our daily lives is that we always have a two-step process in a sense if you will we have the baptism with water that is represented by john the baptist so we must first baptize the physical the sensible world the cleansing of what is getting in the way which we usually identify as judgments and um, limitations and things like that so we could see the baptism with with um, water, getting rid of some of the the simple things we do that are going against the things that we truly want. And then the baptism baptism with fire goes a little bit further. It then actually uses our intuition. It uses the harmony of heart and mind. We're approaching it not only with our understanding that we gain from books and classes, but with our experience that we gain from actually practicing spiritual principles And then we combine those and start baptizing with fire, which often means that it it gets to a much, much deeper level. We're not only just approach it intellectually anymore. We now approach it from a place of knowing, true knowledge that is uh, achieved by knowing and by developing wisdom. And so the baptism, the two baptisms represent that to really get away or get way, get away of things that no longer serve us, the, the release, the forgiveness process that we have talked about many times. And so we then can enter our true divinity as we let go of the things that um, simply model up who and what we truly are. <clears throat> so it's important to understand that. Process because uh, many of us may be satisfied with reading books and then putting the book away and move on to the next book. Or we might treat classes that we take, workshops or retreats that we go to the same way. We escape from our daily world into a book, into a class, into a retreat, and then we return to the daily world just to pick up where we left it off. That is basically the process of baptism with water to a certain degree, because it represents what John the Baptist is standing for. It's the intellectual enlightenment. We There's many people that are very bright when it comes to understanding how awakening works, how the spiritual practices works. But unfortunately, not many actually practice them. And the practice is really where we need to, um, come down to without the actual practice, we are not going to go from the baptism of water to baptism of fire. And so that's an important part to understand. In order for us to move from John the Baptist to Jesus Christ, as they represent the different baptisms, we need to not only learn about spiritual principles, but approach it and practice it every day. So it's no longer then we are going away from our, we leave our worldly lives and go into a retreat. We're actually, we're actually simply going to retreat to learn new tools to bring back to our worldly lives and then apply it. We bring the retreat into our worldly lives. We take a class to learn to approach on a daily basis what it takes and what it means to tap into our spiritual self. Which then finally brings me to the third interpretation of epiphany, which goes into the word itself. It's a state of um, high development, a state of of, uh, highest experience. And often I would use the the word uh, peak experience. When we have an experience of epiphany, it's usually a place where we get to that has no longer any judgments, no longer any worries. And it's a moment in our lives when just everything falls away, where we are purely stepping into the moment. And that's really it. The moment itself is all that we care about. It's all that is really necessary for us to experience. And there's nothing else that really matters in that particular moment. We create an enjoyment. We have, we experience true joy, true peace true love, true compassion, and that is achieved in that sense of epiphany as in peak experience. It's also described as a, pr- a moment of enlightenment, a moment of true awakening. Now, many of us have experienced these moments a uh, couple of times or many times before, but we've also lost it, and that's the journey, is to learn to grab those uh, uh, experiences and eventually learn through spiritual practice to have those experiences more and more and more it's not something we need to create again we just need to let go we need to tap into the wisdom from the within and bring it without we need to go through the process of baptizing with water the physical the sensible world needs to be cleansed. And then we baptize with fire. So we need to tap into more deeply. And then awakening is a simple result of that, which is why it's called awakening, we wake up to something that already is, it's not something we need to create. So that's um, just a little bit of an introduction on how we can look at epiphany, the day of epiphany, but the uh, epiphany itself in terms of spiritual principles and how unity approaches it in many ways. Again, this is about the divine awakening within ourselves and it takes work it takes responsibility and reliability. We need to be reliable as to um, the work that we are set out to do and we need to be responsible for our own actions. As we move away from the idea that some god figure or universe or some energy out there outside of ourselves is responsible for anything other than what we are responsible for and with that i'll leave you be for today um, and have a wonderful day and i will uh, see you soon